Oh, oh, there it is. Okay, give me a second. Okay. All right, guys, welcome back to episode eight of Fem Talk with me, your girl KP, where we highlight the LGBTQ community and we talk about issues pertaining to our relationships, the obstacles of living in our truth, and just a safe space for us to have open and honest conversations. Today, we have a super special guest, Rachel Rose. Rachel, can you please tell us a little bit about yourself, babe? Hi, everybody. I'm Rachel Rose. Um, I'm 29 years old. I'm a nail technician here in Las Vegas, Nevada. And um, yeah, I've known KP since we were in high school, definitely most of our adult lives. So I'm very honored and excited to be a special guest here on your guys' show. And yeah, ready to enter your safe space. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on the show today. I'm super excited for our conversation. Um, so our topic today is going to be understanding bisexuality, entrepreneurship, and just all things girls. You know, I know a little bit of your background, so I want to tap into some things. So um, I want to start with the definition of being bisexual basically is, you know, being attracted sexually or romantically to both males and females, right? And yes. nowadays, I always say this in all my podcasts in 2023, you know, everything is, is a go, you know? So would you Everybody consider is for everyone. And that's first yeah. of all, nobody yes. is, is safe. Okay. No. <laughs> no, they ain't safe. They ain't safe. <laughs> your man, but your mama, I, I none of that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I just, um, before we get into our topic, because we said that, I just want people to be more like, upfront about what it is that they are you know because i feel like because nobody's safe some people try to do things on the low or like they'll mess with the same sex or they'll do this or they do that but then they don't like tell people you know and i feel like that i feel like transparency and honesty is the first number one key of all communications of all form it doesn't matter if you're in a relationship or that's your best friend or whatever but transparency and honesty is always like the best thing like you know girl right. i am very at your face with it all the time i like tell you exactly what's on my mind exactly when i think it sometimes too soon you know but nonetheless transparency is always the best it doesn't matter if you're messing with same sex opposite sex whatever and especially if you're messing with more than one person having multiple partners like you should always be transparent and honest with the person that you're messing with hopefully that they're transparent and honest with you as well so that you guys can always keep everything safe and cohesive for everybody else that's facts, y'all. She she put it right on the money. So we got to take that advice. So we're going to jump right in. I want to, my first question for you is, do you consider yourself bisexual? Um, I personally would consider myself bisexual. Um, I think that men and women are beautiful. Um, obviously, I'm a woman. If you're like addressing it towards the women aspect of things, um, I definitely think that all women are beautiful. They all have something special to offer. I mean, we create life. So that's the best thing that our planet can basically offer. We procreate people, you know? So um, the only person that could clone another human being on the planet is a woman. So at the end of the day, we have to give our respect and our kudos, our snaps and our flowers when they are due for women, because we really do that. Like, girl, <laughs> we do. So I know, I know right now you currently have a boyfriend, but what has your experience been like in the community with other women like was it did you like it was it fun was it drama? Uh, yeah i definitely like it i feel like women are just fun in general we're beautiful people we all have different personalities um i personally like love i dress very differently i can be girly 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 or i could dress 
from tomboy, like whatever, I can stud it up. I can switch it back and forth. You know, I feel like it's all about like the vibe that people give, you know, um, mm -hmm. I'm very much so a, how would I describe it? A personality person. I right. wouldn't say that I'm more so, oh, you're a man or you're a woman or you're blue or purple or whatever. I wasn't raised like that. Like, I don't really see color or gender or things like that. I see the person. I see you for who you are. I love you for you. So I'm more like inside. What's on the inside? I love that. I love that you said that because I, I me knowing you, I know that that's exactly how you are. Um, it's I. It's so funny, though, that you said, like, you can dress it up. You're one minute you're girly, one minute you're tomboyish. Because, friend, you are fine, first of all. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You're so welcome. But it's so funny because I just be wondering, like, does she get a lot of girls hitting on her? Like when you dress more tomboyish, because like you would, I guess if, if you are going to label yourself when you dress that way, you're like a fine ass stem and Thank girl, you. Thank I, you. the bitches be on it. <laughs> the girl Honestly, I've got more reactions from like feminine women, like femmes, I guess we're going to do labels, you know, um, I've got more reaction from femmes when I dress more feminine and they be on it right away. Like, like we be outside, girl, we be outside together. So, you know, you could vouch for that. You didn't see a few things, we've been outside. You know what I mean? So you, you could vouch for that, that it's a different type of um, uh, persona maybe I'm giving off, like when I dress feminine, vice versa, when I dress like more tomboyish or studdish right. or whatever, you know, face. Um, I feel like, especially if I'm around other women too, if I'm more dressed like this, I'm kind of gonna, tone down my personality a little bit i'm kind of gonna be a little bit more reserved i might be in the corner rolling my bleasy or whatever but like i'm not gonna be like too twerky if i'm dressing feminine girl you know i'm we outside we're having fun right, right. Everybody. We, we moving around you know what i mean so yeah i definitely would say that my reactions i probably get more more coming on to me when i dress very feminine but um Regardless, I feel like when I am being approached by women, what they always do say to me is that um, my personality is the main thing that is attractive to them. Like the fact that I am very like stand on everything about my word. Like I'm very, I have much more of a um, tomboy personality, you know? So they're attracted to the directness, to the assertiveness, to the aggressiveness. And I feel like that's something that does differentiate between dating men and dating women. Because I could be like that with dating a woman and that's okay and that's acceptable and there's gonna be a woman that's gonna go for that. Not every man's gonna go for that same type of energy. You know, there's more more options dating that way than vice versa to find a man that's gonna accept those type of qualities. Right, right, because you're definitely a dominant person. Like, for sure, for sure. Oh, yeah, so <laughs> funny that you say that because when it comes to like your relationships with you being such a dominant like individual and you have such a big personality like do you have a preference on what is let's say easier to date like men or women mm, i wouldn't necessarily have to say i have a preference probably because i i'm so personality based um i think okay. me and you have had that conversation before where i classify myself very much as like demisexual sapiosexual like right. it's not nothing physicality wise that can ever really like, of course, everybody has an initial, like, when you look at somebody, okay, they're attractive. You might feel a little, okay, you're fine or whatever. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But nonetheless, like, my physical attraction is, like, girl, when you get a little thump-thump heartbeat, you feel what I'm saying? That happens for me off of connecting mentally with somebody. Like, I cannot, oh. 
Like I'm not, it's not going to go for me if I'm not here with you mentally on the same page. You could be okay. The finest brother on the planet. You could be the finest man in general. It's just not going to go for me if I feel like you're empty, empty box. Yeah, girl. See, but spread, that's where you're, I feel like that's where you're better than me at because I be meeting women and I be like, oh, she fine. No one, she ain't shit. And child, I will still pursue it. See, to <laughs> me, I feel like it's those qualities that physically turn me off from somebody. Like, yeah. if I know you ain't shit and I know you be doing ain't shit, shit, like, my coochie's not getting wet, baby. I'm sorry. It's not happening. Like, it's not. Don't mind to stop, please. <laughs> Tell her to stop. <laughs> Oh, that is so funny. That is so funny because I'm going to work on it, though. I'm going to work on it. But <laughs> I'm like, girl, we all got it in us. Yeah, we, we do. I just, but that's why I'm glad that we're friends, you know, because I get to learn, like, things from you and just how to, you know, grow and, and be a certain way or handle things a certain way. Like, I, I'm really grateful for having you in my life. So I, love our friendship. I definitely um, want to talk about something um, about your background, though, because I know that you transitioned from being a dancer to a nail tech. If you guys are in Vegas, make sure you guys book with Nails by Rose because, girl, yes. But so what was that like? What's it, what was it like dancing? What made you transition from dancing to entrepreneurship? And how has life been treating you since then? Um, I started dancing when I was 18. Um definitely a very long journey to get to where i am today um, i'm 29 i just turned 29 on april 4th so happy belated to me but um yeah it definitely was a spiritual mental emotional journey for me to transition from being a dancer or from being in any type of um nightlife work or something like that to actually transitioning to being an entrepreneur um mm -hmm. First and foremost, I would say that my hardest struggle would probably be like how to allocate my funds because oh. when you're so used to living like a certain type of lifestyle to like kind of tone back a little bit. It was kind of hard for me to, to tone down how fast I was speeding up and spending money and trying to keep up with the Jones. At the end of the day, the only person you need to impress is yourself. You know what I mean? And we live in a city where the limelight is a big thing everybody gets lost in the sauce here people come here and think i've heard multiple people tell me that they thought that everybody just live on the strip first of all that don't make no sense you know like everybody thinks that it's all glitz and glam here but it's it's more to the city than that don't come here and get lost in the sauce you know you right. always want to have an end goal don't don't get into something and think that at the end of the day you we're not going to be cute for forever baby you know, you need to have your money. You need to save your money or invest your money or at least have an end goal. Hey, in, in three years, I want to have this much saved. In five years, I want to have this much saved and, or whatever your your quota of time is. You know, you need to make sure that you are not just keeping yourself in, in a position, acting like it's a stepping stone, but staying stagnant to where you're at. You know, mm -hmm. I also suggest people to find a damn hobby. Okay. Like, I'm really sick and tired of girls out here thinking that popping coochie and smoking hookah is the thing to do every day. Like, I get it. Like, I like hookah, too, as much as the next girl. We know we smoke hookahs together, okay? I got yeah. hookah house. But nonetheless, 
having a business and being able to pay my bills on time and being able to take care of myself stably and financially, mentally, you know what I mean? Those are important things. So, right. so making sure you, you get a hobby and you transition your hobby, maybe one day you can build a business from your hobby. This doing nails was my hobby at first. Mm-hmm. So I always was into beauty. I am a three P. I have a cosmetology license and a esthetician license as well. So this is my third right. license. Always been in the beauty industry. It was always a thing for me. I used to be have a really nervous habit of biting my fingernails. So in order to get over that, I started painting them myself. I've always been an artist. You know that. Um, right. So I transitioned my art to nails, and with doing that, created a hobby for myself. I'm like, okay, I was. I was going to school and dancing at the same time, okay? Had a 7.30 p.m. shift at Rhino. I had to be there by 7.30 or I couldn't clock on. Was working from 7.30 to about 2.33 in the morning. Had to wake up again at 7 o'clock in the morning to get dressed, be at school by 8. I'm at at school from 8 to 5 o'clock at night. You know what I mean? Like, everybody got to make sacrifices. You got to decide what's worth it for you. You know, is that the lifestyle you want to live for the rest of your life? And that's fine, but that's not for everybody. And and fortunately for me, it wasn't for me. You know, I was able to see what what you can build from that. And I was able to decide what I wanted from it and to take what I wanted. I love that. I love how disciplined you were. And and you mentioned earlier about basically being goal oriented and having a plan, because sometimes people do get lost in the sauce, you know, especially with living in just a lot of people like to tell you live in the moment and it's like you can live in the moment but to a certain extent you also have to be prepared for the unexpected you know because if you live in the moment every single day you are going to look up in three years and boom you still ain't got nothing you know so i think that's some some really really good advice i love that you were able to get in do what you needed to do with dancing and then get out you know um, i know that, but like make sure you keep the people around you in your circle real tight too because that's another right. reason I feel like a lot of the girls that come out here and work for maybe like other cities or fresh 18 girls that just start dancing, like because of the company that they keep, they're never really going to get the proper shot that they deserve, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny that you say that, too, because I agree for sure. Um, I definitely think that sometimes people get in, get into doing things like dancing or, or whatever else they may be into, and they just that's it. That's all they see for themselves, you know? So like, what is some advice besides, if anything, having a a plan that you would give them? I know it's having your goal, having the right people, but what else can young girls do? You know, tuition, you know, there's a lot of times that like, my gut was telling me that I'm like, I just said, spending your time with the right people. You know, my gut was telling me that certain people that are around me or trying to tell me that they want the best for me really didn't want the best for me. And you got to understand that when you're in that type of lifestyle, you're making money fast, fast. There's an opportunity to make upwards of over a thousand dollars every day. You know what I mean? So you could be making that money real fast. The next person sitting next to you, you might think that's your your man, whatever. Y'all might have been together for forever. Somebody that might not have touched that money or don't know what to do with that money or whatever. They're seeing you in a different light now, you know? So you have to be Mm -hmm. aware of like how you transition in your life with your relationships, with your partners. You could even apply that to your family life, your everyday life. Stuff ain't always the same. Your mom might ask for some money. Your dad might, your auntie, whoever. You know what I mean? You got to right. decide what, what works for you. You know, you got to watch the people up around you because not everybody has your best interests at mind. Girl, I know that's right. I really do. And it's, it sucks because 
sometimes like the people that you want to have your best interest or the people that are around you, they put on a good facade to make yeah. it seem like that they do, you know? So it's, it's hard to read people's true colors. Like I, I'll be the first to say, I'm not always the best judge of character. I've gone through um, a couple of different friend groups because I was thinking, oh, these people are solid and niggas wasn't solid, you know? So I love that. Be friends with people for two, three years and you blink and you look up and you like, wait a second, like, this is not how we was before this. Like right. our relationship has completely changed. I thought she was my ride or die and you dying and not writing. And that's a problem. <laughs> it's a problem. The intentions do not be pure. That's what yeah. it is. Well, you, you know, know how it is about friendship. It's death row over here, baby. So girl, we like, <laughs> okay. So I'm, I'm just, I have to know. I know that all different types of people come into the strip club and stuff, right? But, like, did you ever have to dance for, like, women? If so, like, yes. did you prefer for women? Because do they... Love it. They're Love more it. just... Love it. Yeah, I feel, I feel like, like a lot of girls, they're, they're less creepy. Yes, a lot of girls at the club, I feel like when they're working, like, other dancers, they mm -hmm. see the couples come in and they're like, oh, my God, it's a couple. Like, they think the wife is going to be all, like, don't touch my husband, like, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, oh, a couple, like, hold up. <laughs> Because, I mean, like, one, I have a really big personality. So, a lot of the times, dealing with one person one-on-one, -on -one, instead of me being like this all bubbly, I got to kind of, like, tone it down a little bit. With two people, right. that's more personality for me. That's another person that I can entertain and show more of my personality. So, I used to love couples when they come in, honey. And the wives usually be having fun. Um, I've definitely had, like, a situation or two where the girlfriend really wasn't all that. But, I mean, girl, you chose to come here with him, so... <laughs> Uh, yeah, that sounds like a y'all problem. Um, I personally love that type of stuff. Like when I'm dating, I love going to strip club with my man. Um, I think, especially in Vegas, I think it's so cool. Um, here, I mean, after four o'clock, all the strip clubs have the best food anyways. So, keys to success if you live in Vegas. But, <laughs> you know, all the late night hot wings, you know. <laughs> I'm yet to go. We, we gotta go. We gotta go. Girl, it is it is definitely a vibe for sure. We have to have a man to take us, which is something that I hate about Vegas. That um they don't let women enter into the strip clubs without a male escort. Why? Because they think like, okay, say me and you go in there together, right? And we 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 right. have fun. We're gonna throw some money, we're gonna enjoy ourselves, right? Now right. we sitting at the bar and a group of men come up to us and they're buying us drinks and whatever, right? So right. that money could have went to the dancer. Or instead of us taking up their time, they could be speaking to a dancer. Or like mm -hmm. there's other girls that do other nightlifey activities and they, you know, what if they're going into the strip club and sitting at the bar? They could be taking a dancer's potential customer, you know? Right. So, right. That makes sense. I never thought about it that way because I was going to say, wait a minute, is that a sexist thing? <laughs> no, <laughs> but no, it, it makes sense. But nonetheless, like, yeah, I, I can see where it could go wrong. But then, like, I have friends that are all girls that love to go to strip club and spend money. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it is what it is. I think there's only one strip club in town that is not like that. And it's like a very hip hop strip club at a Pyrenee place. Yeah, yeah. Because I've, I've seen girls, yeah, full like girl parties go there. So. See, that's I, that's what I want to do. I want to go look at some finance women, throw some money, get a little lap dance, and you know, just buy out. Like I just, it's been over long. That's overdue. why we gotta have the homies take us, so they could they could buy our lap dances. 
Yeah, I was gonna say so they can hand me a stack and I can spend their money. <laughs> you know, you know, that's actually something that my homies love doing with me. Like whenever like my groups of guy friends come out here from LA, they always uh -huh. to go to the strip club because they're always like, Rose, like I get it, you know, you do a lot of the girls' nails, you know a lot of the girls, but like you just be getting love in here, man. Like I'd be like, for real? They'd be like, Yeah, because you be talking to girls you ain't never met before, and they they can be like you touch on their booty. I'm like, sir, like. We in the strip club. Why was you in here if you wasn't trying to touch on her booty, though? Like, hello. That's I'm what we for. here if you didn't want to touch on her booty. Because now you're taking up the booty touch space. And if that's the case, you could take yourself to the left because this all the booty touching space over here. Now you're just yeah. taking up space. Girl, I'd be in there. <laughs> Girl, I'm like, I'm having a ball. Like, Girl. Yes. So I love that. I love that. I definitely want to get a little bit more into um, your nail tech career now. So how has your success been since becoming a nail tech? Well, um, I graduated like two weeks before COVID hit. So okay. um, at that time, I was in like a long term relationship. And well, first of all, my person didn't want me in school at all to begin with. Like he did not believe in the dream. He did not believe in all this, he didn't he didn't right. get get the vibes. You feel what I'm saying? So um shout out to you because I'm living. But <laughs> um I feel like that motivated me even more to go harder. And because I graduated like two weeks before COVID hit, um mm -hmm. all the all the nail swans were closed. So I kind of, you know, took it upon myself to, you know, go a little low key underground for a second and was doing nails on the low, you know, obviously I needed all the practice that I could have got from the jump. So right. definitely got all that practice in, I'm doing back to back to back sets. I was booked all day, every day because nobody had anywhere else to go, you know, so that gave me a practice that I needed, the exposure that I needed, the word to mouth that I needed. And yeah, yeah and I started out that way. Um, honestly, it was a very organic growth um i appreciate everybody that has rocked with me from day one i have clients that, that been coming to me for three years now so yeah this is my um actually then next month will be my school anniversary three years so I'm yeah uh, very excited about that and um yeah it's, it's definitely been a journey um i would say that the industry is not as um welcoming as i expected but there's haters around every corner it don't matter which one you're turning you know so at the end of the day you just gotta do you and gotta keep pushing and i make con the best content that i can and yeah i love i honestly i love making girls feel beautiful like mm -hmm. i have girls that come in here that just don't feel it and I love that I can change their perspective on themselves on a day-to-day -day basis, you know? So, cause I yes. know when I have my nails on, I feel like a bad bitch, so. Girl, 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 I was just about to say, because listen, I could walk in somewhere looking like a bum, but when you get your nails done, you be talking yes. with your hands, period, all of this, all of this. Yeah, yeah. Or my so client, I, she always says, uh, I can't wait to leave and go argue with my man. I be like, girl, yes. I'm back. Fingers all <laughs> I'll do all that. <laughs> that is so funny. I love that. I love that you said you had the organic growth. You know, it's been three years. It's been three wonderful years, it seems yeah. like. So I'm I'm very happy, like, with the success that you built for yourself so far, because I know it was easy. I know I heard you say something about, you know, the industry not being as welcoming as you would like. Can you elaborate on that? Or, like, do you do you feel supported by your peers? Or um, 
I feel supported by the women that get their nails done. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I feel supported by the consumer. I would I wouldn't say that I feel supported by um, the people, other people in the industry. There's a couple texts that I I do really like. You know what I mean? There's a couple texts that like do really support me and stuff like that. Uh, I would say as far as like other people that I feel like are that they feel like might be on my level or somewhere near me. You feel uh-huh. what I'm saying? Um, I would feel like. Just to say and comment on the fact that they just be throwing shade. I'm personally not that type of person. I let my product and my work speak for itself. You know what I mean? So I I wish the best to each and every artist out there. And at the end of the day, this is an industry, a multi-billion dollar a year industry. You know what I mean? Right. How much nail products and nail things and people that spend money on multi-billion dollar a year industry. There is more than enough money for all of us, baby. You know what I mean? And to hate on any other woman or any other person in your craft or in your area, I just feel like that's that's wrong, you know? Because we may be doing the same thing, but we don't do the same thing. We might be in the same field, but we ain't the same. Right. You feel me? Like, that's that's essentially what I'm trying to say. Like, in the, like you said, there's enough room for everybody. It's really everybody. unfortunate. Everybody has to always make everything a competition, you know? Yes. It's like, you support me like yeah maybe it's it's competition in the sense of like okay well i i want my customers you want yours but people can learn from each other you know there's there i'm sure there are girls who can learn from you with the way that them charms be on your nails girl like yes, girl. but it may maybe unintentional or yeah unintentionally like too intimidated or feel too many ways or feel like they're in competition with you to put their pride to the side and ask you when you have the experience the education the the rapport to really help them you know yeah i mean i feel like i mean at the end of the day you've been here what two months now you know Mm -hmm. already that the city is this far as well okay it literally is it looked big it's this small okay so it takes one person for and this is something i feel like i've told you too i i consider my room here a safe space no matter what type of mood issues you have you could come here you could cry you could vent you could be high eat eat my snacks i don't care you know what i mean whatever you need to express to make you feel better that's important but what a lot of techs don't understand is that this is a two-sided table baby so you might be receiving the input of whatever your client is saying but you have to be very very aware that they are also being receptive of the same things that you're putting out too you know what i mean so mm-hmm. at that same instance, like like if you're if you're venting or or saying a story, I'm like, hey, um, do you do you want my opinion or do you want me to vent? Or you just want to vent because right. some people, you know, are telling you a story because they want some input, but some people just want to talk, you know. And with being aware of that, you got to be aware of what you're saying back to people, right? So if I'm venting about something and you telling me a comment back, if you was talking about another tech. Like, and then I go and get my nails done by her. Somebody going to tell her, right? Right, right. right. So the city this small. So how they be watching what they say to people, we should be doing the same thing because we're offering a service, right? So don't be sitting across your table, running your mouth about nobody else because it's just going to circle back around. It's a very, very small city. And I'm somebody, mind you, I've been living here for eight years, you know? So with that being said, I'm not a nobody. I wasn't a nobody before I was doing nails, you know? 
it just mm-hmm. solidified me where I was at. I found my niche and I felt where I found where I felt like I belonged, you know, but nonetheless, like I'm not a nobody. So it might have just been a client or whatever, but word of mouth is it gets around and it's always going to come back to me, baby. Right. It is. Everything that goes around comes around, girl. And that's facts, you know, but personally, I think you're one of the baddest nail techs in the game, not even just in Vegas. And I'm not just saying that because she's my friend, y'all. I need y'all to look at the work. We're going to drop the Instagram at the end of this today and you guys will be able to see Nails by Rosé because it's there. Like the proof is in the pudding. So I do have one more question for you before we go today. Um, you said you've been living here eight years. Yeah. I know you came from IELA to Vegas. What was that transition like? Do you miss California? You know, have you had any good or bad experiences while being out here in the dating field? I know you kind of went through some things um, like with schooling, but tell us about that. Um. Well, I mean, I'm a Cali girl at heart, baby. You know, I'm always going to miss some Roscoe's. I'm going to miss a Doolin's plate. I'm going to miss the really good soul food. Please, Vegas, please step it up with your soul food because I'm tired of cooking <laughs> myself. I would like to go drop my 25 on a plate and just be cool because there's no real good soul food spots out here. So, yes, when it comes to, like, the culture, you know, like, I'm mm-hmm. always going to be a, a LA girl at heart, period point blank and the story there's no way to take the neighborhood out of me for sure so (laughs) you can't do that but um yeah I I mean I would say I do miss it when it comes to like family and friends I do but when it comes to everything else no um Vegas is land of opportunities you know what I mean as much as you can dream up or desire you can make it happen for yourself and you just got to have that will and that power to do it. And don't get me wrong. Yes, you can totally do the same things in L.A., but people have been saying that about L.A. for at least 50 years now. Like, it is very, very saturated. Like, every single craft or avenue or whatever is extremely saturated. Here, mm-hmm. we have the space and opportunity to actually create and build ourselves for what we want to be, you know? So... That's why I use dancing as a stepping stone to get to where I am now, because I had a vision of where I wanted to go. I knew I wasn't going to be cute and dancing for forever. So right. I used that to get to where I needed to be at. But um, yeah, I do miss LA. I do miss the culture. I miss my family. I miss my people. But my transition here definitely wasn't easy. Like I came here on a women and wham, a suitcase and a hundred dollars in my pocket. Okay. So. Really? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow. girl. Yes, girl. Okay. Hopped on the Greyhound figured it out wow i did not know that Mm -hmm. that is what you call 10 toes down honey from the ground up girl and made it work and figured it out yeah as and as you should have because like i said i'm so proud of your success and like everything you've built for yourself in the past couple years you know it's it's really inspiring to see because i know it's not easy i know when you have your whole family like in a different state and and you are hopping on a bus with a hundred dollars to your name it's just for me, that would have been overwhelming. Like, you know what? I can't do this. But the fact that you did it, you stuck to it, and here you are now. And it's like you built a name for yourself in this city that um, that is the land of opportunity. I think it's just amazing to see. I, I also really like that you said they've been saying that we can do this in L.A. for years when I don't agree. Because people always say, yes, everything you do in Vegas, you can do in L.A., but it's not even that it's oversaturated. It's the people out there 
it's just different. Like I, I came to Vegas and you've introduced me to some amazing people. My other friend has introduced me to some amazing people and everyone's so helpful. Everyone's so like, Hey, do you need this? Like, I got you. Let's go do this. Like sending me information about X, Y, and Z. I feel like in LA, they try to gatekeep everything because everything's a fucking competition. I feel like that has a lot to do also with like your energy with you as a person and the type of people that your energy brings around you though. Like we should address that because you have a, a very, very bright aura around you. Like no matter what, you're always going to get the best kind of people next to you. So that mm -hmm. might be what you're experiencing, but that's not what everybody else gives off. You know what I mean? Like right. how LA has that um, very much so like I'm going to fake it till I make it. Like here, everybody does that same thing, like giving off this facade. They be trying to, um, what did I say earlier, trying to keep up with the Joneses. Like mm -hmm. here, girl, there be, I mean, I could say the same thing for LA too. There be people in the club, you know what I mean, spending bands on bottles. And then I'm like, oh, but you live on the East, off of Nellis, like in the hoodie. Like you live on Boulder, like big dog. Yeah. Keep it G, you feel what I'm saying? Like, I might not have everything, but, like, I keep my living life very up. You know what I mean? Like, right. I live in my own house. Like, yes, I have my own car. Like, I got my own shit to figure out. But everybody's standard of life is not the same. So right. here, everybody else is trying to keep up with the Joneses. I've never seen this many people designed out. Like, yes, L.A. people, L.A. people mix and match their designer because they're more trendy. Here, you walk outside, you see a girl Gucci head to toe, and you'd be like, bitch, did you understand that she still looked tacky? Or because... Wait, wait, because I just have to say this. I was at the Dollar Tree like a week ago, girl, and I promise you this lady had a whole Gucci suit on, and I was like... Yeah, at Dollar Tree, though. But we're at the Dollar Tree. But the funny thing is, is I be with my, my I, I do like the Dollar Tree. I get my clearance. I mean, but, but I, so, but so do I, but it was just the way, like, it just seemed like, okay, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, you know what weird. you call that baby? You know what you call that? That's called hood rich. Okay. I guess <laughs> I was looking at it and I was just like, girl, okay. All right. We all, listen, we all on a budget. Inflation is through the roof right what now. What is Because all my money is being But that's okay. Because I'm all right. Yeah, they <laughs> they do all that here. Like, what you mean? You don't really know what it is until the real come out. That's why, like, you got to keep your certain distance from certain people up until you. I always say you never know the real person until some real shit really happens. Like, you don't never know what who gonna break in what situation until that situation really come to term. You feel what I'm saying? You don't know who gonna snitch, who gonna tell, who gonna have your secrets, your back, who gonna have your back for real, who gonna hop in front of the bully, who fading with you till it really happens. Because yeah. I done had friendships for years and years and years, and it really get down to biting the bullet. And I'm like, but... You was screaming right or die this whole time and some shit really get funky and you the first one to run. That's crazy. You know? Yeah, yeah that's I watch it. I love you because you say <laughs> Girl. Oh, what, what's going to happen sometimes? Maybe I'll yeah, fire. I wish somebody would even look at you. Little eye twitch. Who's looking at Girl, y'all, this girl is trained to go. Just know, okay? <laughs> Well, I thank you so much for coming on the show today. I think we thank had a great having time. me. I really oh, enjoyed the experience. Thank you so much.
No, you're welcome. I want you to, is there anything else that you want our viewers to know today? I know we have Nails by Rosé on Instagram. Yes. Um, my other Instagram is Rosé Rachel Nails right here. Hopefully y'all can see that. Yes. yes. So make sure keep up with her if you guys are in Vegas. Please hit us up. We are a vibe. We will show you guys a great time. And other than that, other than that, I'll see you guys next Thursday on the next episode of Film Talk. Bye. Bye. All right. We are gonna wait for her to come back in. Ah, you did so amazing, girl. I did not know you came out here with a hundred dollars and a hundred dollars in a suitcase, girl. Yes. That is so cool. Because girl, you made that, that shit work. That was the first time I ever rode the Greyhound bus. Okay, and I was I was 